<laughs> it's because, you know, it's like that age-old tale where don't wear makeup every single day. When you do wear makeup, people are like, wow, you're amazing. Look at you, you're all dolled up. Don't suck dick. Then when you do suck dick, they're like, wow, you're the best. <laughs> That's me. Age-old tale. It's fucking Welcome back to Two Mums, One Pod, the podcast for mums who don't have their shit together. How are you, Katie? I'm well, thank you, Taylor. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. I'm so good wrestling this freaking little sausage dog. Next How has, how's your week been? Oh it my... was your birthday on Monday. Oh my God, Happy it was birthday. birthday. Oh, Katie, we had, so we had the best day, Maddie and I. We spent the entire day together. Sans kids. No kids. Great. We just went out. We ate food. We reconnected. It was Love that. bliss. It was freaking bliss. Um, and, yeah, I had a really amazing day. You bought me a really beautiful necklace, which I will treasure forever. Mm. Um it was absolutely beautiful. Um, but yeah, I had a fabulous birthday and I can't believe, look, when I posted that I was 26, there was a lot of uproar in my Instagrams. Why? Because people from like um, like two mums and stuff like that, that, or from the pod that didn't know how old I was. Oh, how young you were? Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, you're such a baby. And I'm like, <laughs> sorry. I'm like, ha, ha, yeah, Katie says the same. <laughs> yeah, because Katie's an old bitch. I just throw it back <laughs> on you all the time. <laughs> you bitch. I'm like, yeah, Katie's old. Take that. <laughs> how has your week been? Oh, yeah, not too bad. I've had a couple of goodies, a couple of baddies. I had a pr- really bad day on Tuesday, which was the day after your birthday. However, you sent me hot coffee and lunch, which oh, yeah. put me just in a spiral even more. Literally, I was crying and Benny goes, mummy upset? And I'm like, no, mummy's oh. crying because she's happy. Oh, I love but That him. was so beautiful. Thank you so much. That That's was okay. Honestly, if you are a mum or if you have mum friends, check in on them because 100%. it's fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And Especially know, if they are at home. Battle. With multiple children, yes. check on in on them multiple times. Yes, twice, yes, not yes. And jump on Uber. It's a little, a little gesture like that can go such a long way. Like I was like so Debbie Downer all week actually, and after that happened, my whole perspective and my mood literally, you could hear it in my voice, mm-hmm. changed. Like it just flipped, turned upside down. And yeah, you fixed my week. Do you know what? It's one of those things. It's like just a little, it's a pick me up, but also it's just like something that it doesn't take me any more time. Like I didn't have to go and deliver it. I didn't have to do anything. It literally just came straight to your door. The most, and like that made me so anxious. I actually (laughs) put your wrong address in and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, shit. 
man jeet's going to the wrong place <laughs> I'm like fuck and like quick change it change it change it change it so then I had to change it and then I was watching this guy I don't know where the fuck you live I've never been there so I'm watching this guy go to a place that I didn't know if it was the right address and then it told me it was like is this a gift you can send them um updates I'm like yep yeah, cool I'll put it down as a gift she knows oh. it's coming she'll see it and then I'm like do you did you get any notification? You're like, no, no. <laughs> so annoying. So but was I it think- prompt? Like how long yeah. between ordering and delivery? Um, well, that was the other thing. They pressured me along. It was so, <gasps> oh my God. And like I said to you, I don't know the cafes around your area. I was yeah. so close to just ordering something that I knew would be like a Macca's order or something like that, mm-hmm. that I knew would be still Still, the thought would still be there. Yeah, but I was absolutely. like, mm, I don't really want to go on Macca's. Um, but I didn't know what was around you that would be good. Have you ever been to that cafe that I sent to you? Yeah, that's like our favourite little cafe. Oh, good. Right. Yeah. So when I yeah. went to click on that cafe, it was like, this cafe is closing. You need to order now. And I was like, ah. Oh, gee whiz. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. Especially when you don't know what to order someone. And, like, yeah. what are they going to like? I don't know. I didn't have chance to, like, listen back through our podcast and figure out your favourite snack. No, you're right. So, you're totally right. And, like, if I had just messaged you and gone, what's your favourite snack? You would have been like, that's a fucking weird-ass question. Um, actually, you probably wouldn't have. You would have been like, mm, Doritos, yeah. <laughs> Let's listen to the voice thing. Hang on. Oh, my God, you made me cry so much. That's so thoughtful. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my god, Ben's putting chips in the baby's mouth. Thank you so much, babe. Yep, no idea how much that means to me. The hot coffee and the fact that the kids' lunch is sorted. You're a fucking gem. Thank you. What a mess I was. But you know what? It's just that, like, you didn't have to. (laughs) <laughs> it's just you didn't have to worry about it. Like it was done and then I was like, okay, cool. I knew I wanted to get something for the kids and I'm like, what do I get them? So I just so sent you good. like an array of food I got and a coffee. A, thing, a giant thing of chips and a banana bread and a croissant. It was so – and that coffee, I don't think I've ever had a coffee taste better. I We literally, the foyer of like our houses, we sat there, I sat there crying with all the food around us and it was just it just took so much it was exciting because the doorbell rang and a big bag <laughs> of stuff came so the kids were excited it was just I, don't, I can't even explain oh, like there you. are a few things that have been kind that someone has done kinder for me in my whole life that was Aww. just seriously so I beautiful I love you and do you know I like that's you. a thing it didn't even it was nothing to me. Do you know what? Like, I mean, obviously it was. So thoughtful. But it was, it didn't go take me out of my day. It didn't do anything. It was, it was something for you that I knew would just lift your day that little bit better. Oh, even if you did. just didn't have to think, even if you didn't eat it or drink the coffee or whatever, you just didn't have to think about the kids or you didn't have to, it was just that little thing. So I'm so, so glad good. that you so loved good. it. Um, I have to tell you something that happened so much has happened to me this week, actually. Mm. My car broke yesterday. I went to get into it and it, the. It, How it come you didn't tell me about it? This? It wouldn't what unlock. It wouldn't unlock. So I think I have a flat battery. I'm oh. not really sure. I haven't really checked on it because I didn't need to drive anywhere today. So I just didn't do anything about it. Oh, no. So I think I've got a flat battery again. I don't know how to do it. So I'm just thinking I should get a new car. Um, what have you got again? I have a Ford Cougar, mm. um, but I really want a CX-9. 
we're looking mm. at that. Yeah. I think I need to upgrade That's where to that. we're, we're off to at the moment. We're going between the CX-9 and then get it. there was a Hyundai, this massive amazing Highlander. thing. Oh, I think so. Does mm. it look a bit like a um Yeah, yeah, with the square yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 beautiful. That's the two that we're tossing up. But I I think if we're going to spend the money, we might as well go to the CX-9. I have found, so everything I've looked into, the CX-9 for luxury, convenience, size, because it's got seven, seven seats, but also yeah. doesn't compromise on boot space either when you've got seven seats up. So yeah. I would 100%. Oh, yeah. I cannot. That's where we're at. Although it's so expensive. Yeah, I know. I know they are expensive, but really, for all that you get in a CX nine, they're not that pricey. Yeah, yeah. Like and they're I luxury mean, on I a own budget. My really. car outright, right? So it'll literally just be a matter. Of, and car resale right now, secondhand cars are selling at top dollar. I could I literally sell mine for what I bought it for five years ago. Oh my god. Yeah, my car's so crazy. I need to get a new car. Yeah, see, same. I do not like old cars. I'm like, no, I need a brand new one. Usually I only go have an old, like a new one, a brand new one for like a couple of years and then I change. Oh, my God, you high-maintenance diva. No, well, because it works (laughs) with like like, um, like trading in and, you know. Katie, do you want to know something? You went on an in-home visit. You can claim it on tax now. My whole car. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I did one depreciation. <laughs> well, they don't need to know that you only did one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how tax depreciation. Now that I work from home, I'm like, that's a tax Same. That's a I tax just, yeah, I just went to the Sheraton um, on in Hyde Park for the weekend with my sister, and I'm like, yeah, I'll be taking that receipt. <laughs> yeah, I stayed there 100%. with a client teaching yes. them how to sleep. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. there's um, a lot you can do. There's a lot, and. Like I said to Maddie, I'm like, I could claim all of the kids' sleep suits. Uh, oh. Because we need them to show to our, show our audience. <laughs> or maybe we rent them out. I don't know. That's a good that's a good industry to get into, rented out sleep suits, because you only mm. need them for a certain amount of money. They get Old fucking clothes. <laughs> they get yeah. gross, actually. Yeah. Um, okay, the other annoying thing that I want to talk about is mm-hmm. somebody has put my name, oh, my no. no, not my name, my number on oh. their TPG NBN sign-up, okay? Oh. And every single freaking day and every freaking week I'm getting multiple calls from um, TPG, multiple text messages to say that my modem is arriving, multiple text messages to say that I need to set up my modem, multiple times they call me for assistance and I tell them that I am not, but it's an Asian name that they are saying because they pick up the phone they go, is that such and such? And I go, no, this is Taylor Cespedes. Does it sound like such and a, such? Do you think it's a scam? No, it's 100% not. It's literally like the amount of texts. I've got tracking numbers for like sending out the modem. I've got, you've submitted a request. because. And when you told them person, it wasn't her I tell or them him. so many times. And, and what they, do go, they say? They go, oh, sorry, ma'am, we'll get that fixed. And then I'm like, they well, don't. there's so many times. I'm getting so angry. Yesterday oh, I snapped so at this poor man and I felt so horrible for him, but I've had enough. I've had <laughs> enough. And I'm going to block their goddamn number because. Oh, no. But I also kind of feel bad for the lady that is trying to set up her MBN that probably cannot because she set it up with my bloody number. Yo, that's rookie error from her. Oh, my God. I'm so angry about it. I'm so it's angry. someone's fault. Heads need to roll. 
I need to, and it's not even like a normal name that I could just Google on Facebook and be like, Tell you <laughs> are fucked. What's the name? Um, Let's do like a shout out. I can't say the name. It's like. <laughs> so you just said it. <laughs> I'll beep it out. <laughs> <laughs> do it, please. <laughs> yeah, so they pick up the phone and they're like. And I'm like, no, this is Taylor's <laughs> yesterday. Do I sound like? <laughs> clearly not. That's not me. Oh, oh maybe I should be like, yeah, that's me. Yep. Where's the modem? <laughs> no, my address is in a Perth. Not actually. In- no, I have an idea. Be like, I need to change my number. This one's going to be going, and then just send it on to someone else. That's true. But I don't know how many times. Do they ask you to verify your ID? Because every single time they say, is this such and such? I go, no. For the 12th time this week, TPG man called Darren. That's probably not Darren. I don't. That's not me. That's fucking so annoying. It does my freaking head in. Anyway, another chronicle that's also happening this week. Logan had his very first day in an undie in in undies. Oh, that's so exciting. it's it's not. He did a little nug in his undies. Oh, no. Wait, at home or out? We were at home. So we haven't gone completely up. So do you reckon the undies made him think that he was in a nappy? No, I think it's just the poop situation. He just doesn't like it. And we kept telling him and he knew he didn't have a nappy on because it I love pooing. Oh, me too. Me too. Are you quite like regular? Not, mm, <laughs> I don't want to disclose that, but no. Why? Not. Oh, because why? Tim You're shits unhealthy. like 16 times a day oh, and I'm once. lucky to do once. Yeah, I'm once a day. Once, months, maybe every once, every couple of days. That's not Maybe reg- once every three days. That's not healthy. <laughs> That's not healthy. I That's am- why I didn't want to tell you. <laughs> you need to do like a colonic or something. And my poo doesn't smell. Is that just you announcing that or are you like? Put this in the intro. (laughs) Are you trying to say that you are like an abnormal person? Abnormal? Irregular person? Abnormal. Abnormal. It doesn't, it does not have a scent. Well, have you picked it up and actually given it a whiff? You can't say that it doesn't smell. If I picked up, you know, the other day I thought there was a gum nut on the carpet and I picked it up and it smooshed and it was Olive's poo that sneaked out of the fucking Uh nappy. And I was like, <laughs> you know, when you make that noise and something like yeah. that happens. Yeah. I once yeah. got shit on my lip when I was changing them when I was little <gasps> and I'm like this, <gasps> and I cried. I've never had, the worst I've had is like Millie's moved and my pinkies. Slipped. Oh, <laughs> the pinky and it's rank, man. That's the, the worst. How I've had. warm is it though, fresh <laughs> from the body? And then I'm pretty sure I had nails on. I'm pretty sure it was when I had my sister's wedding. So I had my nails on and I went, oh and it got under. No, and it's like, don't. And then it gets stuck under the gluey. There's bit. no going Story back. My life. There's yeah. no going back from that. And then you've got to get under and just feel like, it's absolutely cooked. So well, Ben gross. went through this little phase where he would like, if he just didn't have pants on, just a nappy he'd do a poo then he'd chuck his thumb in the side and check if he'd done a poo and then come to me just like this with the poo on the the end of his thumb and be like mommy poo and i'd be like everybody stay calm (laughs) don't move the other week so obviously toilet training logan just has no pants on at home he just Mm. goes goes 
ball bag out and he just yeah. goes goes around and anyway he did he did a poo on the toilet and we'd had that gastro bug oh, and his no. poops had been normal until we did the poop on the potty of course and oh, then it was like up. liquid no it was it was Don't, I'm feeling you a little bit barrel and like oh it was, it was revolting Maddie's like he did a poo and I'm like <laughs> and he's like nah, and I'm like Oh, and Logan, like, he, Logan wants you to see it. Yeah, especially because like, he wants his fucking Paw Patrol dog. And I'm like, yeah, fucking cars, I mean. Oh. So it's just honestly, so, yeah, he did that nugget. I need to go to the shops tomorrow and I'm going to buy some smaller little, uh, the training undies from Best mm. and Less because we don't have undies that fit him. Um, I'm not a horrible mother, but it's just we can't find undies that fit his tiny zero to three month fucking waist. Ben's um, been actually doing. Yeah, he's doing well. Proper wheeze. Yeah, can't believe it. Wheeze Isn't on the it potty. It's so fun. It's so it's fun. It's so they start. fun. Yeah, it is. And he's so pumped, and I'm so pumped. Although there's yeah. been several wheeze on the lounge. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like he'll get FOMO and right. like, will want to be with us. So, have you got so a potty or have you got, are you doing potty. the toilet? And I just now drag him into every space. We oh, go fuck to. yeah. We do the yeah. same. Like, the potty is just wherever we are. Yeah, you okay. wanna you wanna pee or poo watching TV? Fine by oh, me. Absolutely. The, the yeah. world is your oyster, son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. oh god. Well, has anything else happened to you this this week that you'd like to share? Any tidbit? Actually, you know what? We need to bring back, and I've had a few requests on it. What uh, sleep sessions? Oh yes, we do. We really, really yeah. do. We'll record yeah. a few and get them out for you guys. But also, we've had um, a few because we've been having lots of guests recently. And today's another one of those episodes where we do have mm. a guest. We haven't had a chance for just you and I, Katie. And yeah. we actually—that's when we want to. When we've got a few of the mailbags that we want to open yeah. up and chat to you because we've got a few of those, and we've got a few motherhood confessions that we yes. want to start, and we've got a few of those waiting. So, and I've actually got a really scandalous story, but I'm going to have to spin it. So, oh my God. Yeah. Amazing. Well, this week we have a very beautiful guest who's very dear to my heart. Wow, I sound like an old woman. Very dear to my <laughs> she's very dear to my heart, and I really adore her. Um, I love her to freaking pieces. She's been monumental for my entire motherhood, my journey Bernie. into motherhood. Um, and I absolutely love her. So this is Kieran. She is a matrescence coach. And let's get into the chat. Woohoo! Oh, Katie, I am so excited to introduce to you someone that is super dear to my heart. Like this is the the interview that I have been waiting for because honestly, it is going to be amazing. This, and in fact, when we first started talking about what like doing a podcast, you were like, this was your first go-to. I right? must have this person on the pod. Well, I've been listening to her about you, about her from <laughs> you for years. So well, I am actually, so excited. Well, it's funny that you mentioned the podcast because Kieran was actually pretty much one of the catalysts that pushed me towards doing a podcast because, go. yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. We'll get into that into in a minute, but I want to intro- introduce to you, Kieran. Hi, Kieran. Hello. Hi, ladies. Oh, my goodness. Thanks for the pump up. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. And literally, like, sharing you with everyone, like, I feel like I share you with everyone anyway, but to be able to, like, 
spread how much I love I love you to everyone out there and to share your gift with everyone is super special to me because I want everyone to feel the Have way a piece I of you. do. Yeah, because I want everyone to know that they can have a piece of Kieran and, you know, it's beautiful because everything that you do is so special and so oh, I just love everything you do. So do you want to introduce yourself to the people of the pod and tell us a little bit about what you do? Yes. Oh, Taylor, that's just, first of all, so, so lovely of you to say. And I truly feel the same about you. Like I feel you were just one of the most, yeah, wonderful people. And I'm so glad that we crossed paths because I just, it's all straight back to your girlfriend. (laughs) Um, So yeah, my name is Kieran. I teach Hypnobirthing Australia and I'm also a matrescence coach. So I've been teaching the childbirth education for almost three years now. Is it? Yeah. Logan's always my, yeah. my number. Yeah. In July. Yeah. I was, was he your yeah. first? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Cool. I, I didn't know very, that. Very first client. I've, we were talking about this the other day. No idea how Taylor found me on my very first Instagram post ever. What? But she's like, yeah. I'm due like any day now. Can I have your support? And I was like, who do is this Do you only do birthing right at the end? Yeah, I stumbled into hypnobirthing and it wasn't until it, well, it must have been Kieran's post that I was like, okay, I need this in my life. And I reached out and I think that's like like, stars aligning sort of stuff, right? I think I was 32 weeks and then I had Logan at 36 and 37 and five. Wow. Yeah. yeah, we just scraped in and I was yeah. so nervous because she was my first person ever. See, uh, at the time, I don't <laughs> think I knew I was your first yes, person. Yes, you did. You did, yeah. Well, look, it was smooth as, like, you helped me. Like, I owe a lot You are such you. a big part of Taylor's birth yeah. story. Like, honestly, I always come back to that. I'm like, you, like, you changed the way that I looked. You, you, cha- you were the catalyst amazing? to the way I ch- think about birth now. Yeah, yeah, but I think the the beautiful part about it is that I can kind of be there to help guide and, and support and educate, but it's really up to the person that I'm working with, what they take on and, and what the approach they decide yeah. to go with from there. And mm. you just really kind of took it upon yourself to implement the things that we had spoken about and that you'd learned. So, you know, that is your journey. Like you are the powerful person that did that. I was just the lucky person that got to be there and support well, you into I remember, that way of like, thinking. I remember messaging you and going, they want me to have an induction. I don't know what to do. Oh my God. And you're like, it's okay. Like, let's talk through your options. Let's talk through what, like, you don't have to do it if you don't want to do it, but like, if you do, it's okay. Like full blown. Yeah. I didn't even, Mm. I didn't, and I didn't even know that I would need someone in my corner to talk through all the situation. And like having you there was just so much like, okay, yeah, no worries. I can make these decisions on my own. Even just reaffirming that I have the choice was just game changer for me. So give us a big rundown of all the magical things that you do, Kieran, because there's a lot. Yes. Yes. (laughs) uh, I I still teach the hypnobirthing um, Australia program. I teach that in person in Perth. Uh, I teach group programs. Yeah, I only teach in person and only my group classes. I don't oh. do one-on-ones in that space anymore. Yeah, um, I'm also a matrescence coach. So I work with mums who are moving through matrescence, which we can kind of delve more into what the hell that is yes. as well. <laughs> um, so I run a group program for that as well, and that's online. So anyone around Australia right. can or around the world can join in for that program. 
I love so that's that so a three much. a three month um, group coaching experience. So there's wow. live calls, um, like live group coaching calls, and pre recorded audio, and I share a whole bunch of different tools and stuff to be able to support mums through that three months together. I love it so much. So tell us for everybody that doesn't know. And I mean, we've touched on matrescence in a few podcasts, but we've never really, and I kept, like every time we touch on it, I go, I need to get Kieran on the podcast. I need to get Kieran on the podcast, like every single time. So tell us what is matrescence and why is it so important? Yeah. So matrescence, like the definition of matrescence is the process of becoming a mother. So what does that mean? It means something so different for every single person. Mm. The the quickest and easiest thing to liken it to is adolescence Mm. in that it is such a huge period of change and growth. And with that comes a lot of big questions, a lot of overwhelm, a lot of like changing of beliefs and friendships and careers and those sorts of things. So in the same way that we go through that that as adolescence, we go through that when we become mothers as well. Oh, wow. Even right down to the physical changes for both. That's right. right. So through matrescence, every single aspect and element of us changes. So like you say, the physical, so our hormones change, our bodies change, Mm. you know, all these sorts of things. We're often quite depleted once we go through birth. Um, Social, the social um, element changes as well. Spiritual element changes, political element changes. So like everything we start to question Mm. and When you don't realize that that is a part of the journey, which so many women don't, it can just feel like, what the hell is going on? Like, I have all these big questions. I don't know who I am anymore. These people that I used to love and really connect with, I'm no longer feeling drawn to, connected to. Mm. My career doesn't light me up anymore. I feel, don't feel myself in my body. My body's changed. My clothes don't fit the same. And we've got all these stories going on in our mind about, why the hell don't I know who I am anymore? You know, everyone else that I see seems to be doing it fine. Mm. All these people that I see on social media seem to have their shit together. Everyone else seems to know what sleep routine or feed routine or whatever Mm. routine they need to stick to, and I can't do that. Why can't I fit into these perfect little boxes? Well, because we're not giving ourselves the space to grow and evolve through it because we don't know it's part of the process. Mm. We try and hang on to who we are. Like it's often like this um, badge of honour, like this baby isn't going to change me. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to be the person that loves all of the same stuff. Yeah, and look because how quickly I went back to work and how quickly I bounced yeah, back and all it's that. Like that. it's a competition all the yeah. time. Yeah, and it's but through no fault of our own, it's through Society. so much societal conditioning mm-hmm. and stories yeah. that we soak up, you know, consciously and, and subconsciously that, this is the way that life should be. And, you know, when we hear comments like, oh, you've changed, just dripping in such negativity, Yeah. how can we then allow ourselves to feel safe within the evolution and the changes that we're being called to? Oh, it's so crazy. And when you speak about it like that, like it makes me just go, it makes so much sense yeah. to but have a name. Yeah, but not only does it make sense, but it also kind of, it it actually glamorizes what a glamorous, well, I mean, glamorous is an interesting word for choice, but that that change, we are, I think society leads, leads us to believe that it's a big change and we get frumpy and our lives change, yeah. around, our, our sleep is gone, all that sort of stuff. But it's actually a really beautiful evolving of, of a woman. And when you say it like that, I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 was, I was fearing it when I had my first son, my first kid, because I was like, oh, this is it. Buckle up. This is the, the beginning of the end. <laughs> and that's that, it. I, I was able Why to can't I? It. And yeah. I didn't. 
I, I wished it away because of all, you know, all the pressures. Right. Yeah, and that's such an interesting thing about, um, especially like about our bodies and the way that we look. We do go into it thinking like, oh, I'm just going to be this frumpy hot mess all the time because mm. that's what we see. And sometimes like, and a lot of the time, actually, women really step into their like sexy feminine and they're like, hey, like I am really feeling like I want to dress in a certain way or just carry myself in a certain way. But then I've got all these stories telling me that I can't be a sexy mom. I can't be yeah. a feminine mom. Whilst we're like, here in our pajamas. <laughs> and no bra on. And freshly washed fluffy hair. <laughs> but it doesn't necessarily have to be about the way that we externally present no, ourselves. Exactly. It can be yeah. about the internal yeah. as well. Absolutely. So, we are all carrying that glamour energy, yeah. right? Yeah. And do you know no what? I have felt like such a shift and it wasn't until you and I actually, like you reached out to me, Kieran, at like the the biggest part where I was actually in such a, I don't even know what was going on. Like I felt like stages of maybe postpartum sneaking in and I was like, something is not right and something needs to change. And you reached out to me, I think, as I was like trying to kind of navigate all of those big feelings that I was having. And you helped me put it into kind of words. And you're like, okay, well, let's talk through it. Let's set these goals. Like we, you and I worked together one-on-one for how long was that? Twelve, Three months. Three months. Yeah. yeah 12, 12 weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah. And that was honestly the point where I was like to you, I I want to have a voice. I want to talk, but who am I to have a voice? Who am I? Like, I'm just a mum now. I'm just a mum. Mm. And that's what it kept coming back to was you're just a mum. But I had so many things inside of me that I wanted to do. I wanted to talk about. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. But I kept reverting back to that I was just a mum and nobody wants to care. They only want to see the kids and that's that. And you really helped me step into things that I wanted to do and you gave me purpose back into my life to put myself first. And I think it wasn't until, like, if I didn't come across you, I would have still been stuck in that rut because I wouldn't have put myself first. I would have just kept putting the kids first, kept doing that, kept doing this, and it just would have kept cycling through. Mm. Yeah. And that's such a common story is that we have to become mothers and everybody, uh, mothers and martyrs in our Mm. motherhood and everyone else comes before us, right? The kids they're, they're always my top priority. And then it's my partner and then Mm. it's my colleagues and then it's my friends. And we are so far down the list because Mm. we've been told that that's where our value lies. And if we allow that story to become our truth, then that's where we stay. But actually we get the choice here to rewrite the story and it has to be a choice. This is the thing when it, um, when, when we look at the coaching space, it's like, I can, help and be there and hold the space and help you work through things and ask questions that you might not have thought about. But if you don't have the drive to then go away no, and, and make the changes and, and work on it, then you're just well, going to stay anything, in the same place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the thing that I love about matrescence is this is a journey not about children. It's not about you as a yeah. mother or anybody else. This is about you as a woman. Mm-hmm. This is about centering yourself in the story and then it it ripples out into every element of your life. So it changes the way that you parent and it changes the way that you show up in the world. But yeah. that's not the primary focus. This is like, hey, let's get back to you are the one here that's worthy of this time and this evolution and yeah. you've got to find that time for yourself. Yeah, and it's so hard, especially as a mum, to literally go, okay, I deserve 
that time for me because we always have that story of the mum guilt coming in going, no, 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 you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't you're not allowed to do that or not even that you're not worthy of it, but just because like you, you're, you can't go and have place. a night out on your own. Yeah. yeah. You can't do that because you're the kids are at home. Yeah. You're yeah. a mom. You're not allowed to go and have a cocktail out with and your And that's friends. really heavy from like the general, like our parents' generation. Mm. I think, I think it's like, there's a lot of pressure. They're like, hang on a minute. <laughs> you can't go and spend a week in a way. You've got children to look yeah. after. Dad, and and I just did that with my sister. I yeah. spent a weekend in the city, and I, I, we were talking to people all along the way, and they're like, "So where are the kids? Who's babysitting? Who's babysitting the children?" Yeah, like sorry, the other half of this partnership. Yeah, the other <laughs> parent in this yeah. relationship. Like- but it's quite frowned upon, isn't it? Especially like having a baby as young as I do. She's only eight months old, and you know, shedding off for my for myself, mm. and it was desperately needed, and the recharge was everything but um yeah there's definitely a lot of judgment there on that sort of thing yeah so there's a few things with that as well and matrescence is it's been I mean everyone has gone through matrescence you know the generations before us but it's Mm. only relatively newly known yes from about 2008 it's had a bit of a um resurgence it was originally coined in 1973 a lady by the name of yeah um Dana Raphael and it was lost in amongst textbooks because you know anything that not like a literary is not important they're like not important yeah so 2008 Mm. it's really started to yeah have a bit of a resurgence and it's only just in the last month or two being added to the Cambridge Dictionary as an actual um, wow. process Amazing. that goes through. Because when so, you Google it, it doesn't really, like, it tries to auto-correct you. Like, it doesn't yeah. it's, doesn't feel like it's a thing, right? But yeah. it is. And, like, so, that's so crazy. I didn't even know it was that. Yeah. That's yeah, insane. so if you think about like generational learnings, right? Our mothers went through matrescence, but they of didn't course. know. So no, it's not right. like they've gone through it and they can say, "Hey, you know, as a teenager, hey, you're going to go through this really big time, mm. and we're here to support yeah, you." But like with mothers, we don't. Yeah, yeah, we don't have that that generational support there. Yeah. And also, if you are feeling really disconnected in your body and you're constantly going and seeking external, um, whether it's for answers to questions or whether it's validation, and you've got people coming and saying to you, what are you doing leaving your eight-month-old baby at home? Mm. You're really going to hold on to that and carry that as I've done the wrong thing here. I should feel guilty. This is not the right thing. But if you do the inner work that matrescence calls us to do and you can say, no, hang on a minute, your external projection isn't actually going to impact me because mm. I know I needed that recharge. Yeah, right. I was listening to my body. I took the time for myself and I know that I'm actually worthy of that time. Right. And I'm actually going to be a better mum as a result of that. Exactly. 100%. I say that yeah. all the time. I'm like, I, all of my friends always say to me, like, if we're going out or we're going to even just going to a friend's house where I probably could take the kids. They always say to me, are you bringing the kids? I'm like, mm. no. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> yeah, like, no, they can they can stay home. Like, I'm coming out for me. I'm not coming out to, mm. for, like, if you want to come see the kids, come on over. That's okay. But, like, I'm coming out for me so I can have that time for me because it makes me a better mom mm. to let it let go, whether I have even no drinks, whether I have a couple of drinks, whatever. Yeah. And also not being someone's mum, being yeah. Taylor. Yeah. Like you're not exactly. you're not Logan and, and Millie's mum at that point. You are yourself. And I think that is it gets so lost. Like I walk into a room, like to family or whatever, and people will look behind me to see who's coming. 
rather than greeting me. You know, yeah. that literally makes you feel like a shadow of your former self. 100%. It is, and like I joke about it, I'm like, everyone, I'm alone. I'm sorry to keep that <laughs> with me. But it kind of, it's like, holy shit. Like I oh. am Van and Olive's mum and that's that's the extent of that's it. it. And I, yeah, I mean, I, I obviously, because I don't know much of anything, didn't know a great deal about this, Kieran, before you um, took the time to write the amazing piece in our newborn guides, which, oh, my God, so, so grateful for, incredible. And I think, again, that newborn guide, if I had had that when I had Van to prep me Mm. and to give me the okay to want to support myself, and there's so much beautiful information in that, guys, so if you want to get your hands on that. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, it's it's unbelievable that that's actually it's actually a thing. Yeah. You know? yeah. And this isn't something that is just exclusive to that first that fourth trimester, you mm. know, that first 3 months home. Mm. And actually really like that that first 3 months you're just doing what you got to do to survive. Right. Yeah. yeah. This is like matrescence goes on for years and years and years and mm. it's a constant and continual evolution and every mm. time you have a baby, you go through another iteration of matrescence. So it's not like a one and done or within the first 12 months. Like I've just wrapped up working with a mum who has an eight-year-old daughter. Right. So how long is it average? Like is there an average or is it just kind of like when you keep talking about, then you can become your own? (laughs) Well, they say once postpartum, always postpartum. So once matrescence, always matrescence, right? It's just that. And and once you start that change process, it kind of becomes like a Pringle can. Like once you pop, you can't stop. You just keep evolving (laughs) and changing. Mm. And there's things that I use now as part of my spiritual practice and my healing journey Mm. that three years ago, I was like, hell no, not using that. That's too weird. Not for me. So Um, so tools that I use to help like right. heal and heal myself right. and heal oh, my wow. triggers and uncover like who I am as a person and yeah. what I value. Oh, fantastic. So for how me, like, and, and I teach um, matrescence as a spiritual awakening. And I know people often check out as soon as they hear the word spiritual. Yeah, spiritual it's like, and it's woo like woo. oh, hang on a minute, she's a witch. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. But <laughs> don't tune out just yet. Stick with me for a second. For me, spirituality is all about coming back to who I am as a person and Mm. that deep connection with myself. So not having to go out and seek external, actually coming back and taking like really radical self-responsibility for the choices and the decisions that I make instead of thinking someone else is always going to solve my problems. Because when you're constantly going out and asking people or expecting people to solve problems for you, you're never going to feel right with with the answer, with the response, with the solution that they're offering. It's about coming back to that intuition mm-hmm. and knowing and trusting that you have that really deeply. And the other thing that that the spiritual practice um, gives me and supports me through is feeling like and trusting that there is a source bigger than myself and it's guiding and it's supporting me. And I think that's a really important thing to ground into because when we are in that place of matrescence and we're feeling so alone and so disconnected from our body, just having that belief that actually I'm going through this for a reason Mm -hmm. and I am being supported and guided by something bigger than me right now Mm -hmm. is a really, really powerful thing to come back to. So Yeah, that's kind of where that spiritual aspect comes in for me through that matrescence journey. And the women that I work with, I can just see that that's a really powerful thread that weaves through yeah, all of absolutely. our stories. Oh, yeah. 100%. And it's so beautiful to hear you talk about it because you do have so much passion 
in what you're doing. And like, like I said, I've followed you since your hip day birthing days. Yeah. <laughs> and to watch the evolution of your business has been not even just your business of you as well yeah. as not only, and I mean, I've never really even viewed you necessarily as a mother because, you know, we've been a- around each other through kind of work, I suppose. But do you know what I mean? I've never really ever viewed you as, as a mother, but you've been doing all of these work, this all this work behind the scenes that's kind of, you're always at the forefront. It's never like this is, and when you do say post your kids on Instagram or something, it's always with a story about you. It's never like, this is what we did today with the kids. Do you know what I mean? Like it's beautiful yeah. if like, don't get me wrong, doing all of that stuff, but it's always, it always comes back to you. And it's so refreshing to have that in your mm. life as somebody that is viewing, is having motherhood, but motherhood is about you and it's not about the kids all the time. And it's mm. so refreshing. Well, they're not leading it. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Aww, 100%. That's a really beautiful reflection. Thank you, Taylor. Oh, no worries. Thank you. Um, and I want to say on that too, and you touched on this a little bit before about mm. like the doing stuff for Taylor. And this yeah. is something that we worked through in your series together. Mm-hmm. And that was finding things that you enjoyed for yourself, mm-hmm. because I know you were feeling so disconnected from like, I'm just the kid's mama, I'm not Taylor. So we really, and it sounds like such a simple goal to have, like just go out and have more fun for Taylor. But actually there's often a lot of like underlying beliefs and stories that you have to dig through to feel like you can go out and do that and feel safe and make sure that you do have that time to Mm. be able to do that. And uh, I remember you coming uh, (laughs) into one of our sessions and be like, oh, we we, we did this thing as a family. And I was like, that's not okay, it, Taylor. so as a family, <laughs> the kids loved it. And I was like, okay, great. But what are you doing for you? So yeah. sometimes it can be like we often like our ego will kind of trick us or disguise like, no, I am doing it for me. Yeah. I, I really am. But it's like, mm, do you actually enjoy going to the to the park with yes. your kids? Yes. No, and it was like, and I remember you like your babies being joyous. Yeah, and different. that's the thing. That different. was the story yes. that I told. And I'm like, yeah, but it was fine because I was happy because I was seeing the kids happy. Like, yeah. and it was like fine secondhand together. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, but no, Taylor, you need to do something else. And then I even remember, so that was when I think I was like, okay, I want to get back into Pilates and I want to do that. And then I even remember coming to a session and you're like, okay, have you booked your first Pilates class? And I was like, well, like Mm. the Mm. sessions of this and I can't do it because of this. And like the stories that I was spinning yeah. yourself yeah. yeah and it wasn't until you're like okay well do you hear yourself saying these things and I'm like yeah you're like well why like you can do it like I want you to do check it. yourself and, Taylor yeah and then it was even like <laughs> we, a, about the podcast and stuff too I'm like who's gonna want to I think that was the hardest one actually that I had to work through because I always knew I wanted to talk <laughs> I'm a bit of a talker but I always knew that there was something in me that I either wanted to you were like start a blog or do something like that I was like no I really want to start a podcast and you're like okay well why don't you start a podcast then I'm like no 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 I can't do that that's no what would I talk about it yeah would listen? I'm like no, no one, one would listen <laughs> nobody wants to hear what I have to say nobody does that and then you were like okay let's just start small and it was one post that you pushed me to post on Instagram about my epilepsy journey 
and it took okay i didn't entire... push you to do it no 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 you didn't push <laughs> you me wanted to do that. You, you, you guided me through the process and you supported do it, me so long. To, yeah she held she you're making Kieran out to be She's really like, aggressive you've got a rock and um no you supported me through it and you knew how much i wanted to and that was such that a beautiful story. post as well it was well, incredible it, it, that was i posted that on the last day of working with Kieran on literally the last day oh, it really? took me the entire 12 weeks i had it written i Brought had it me written. to tears I and cried. i didn't i even sent Kieran the photo and i'm like i can't post this see i'm crying like people are going to think i'm a silk and she, she Kieran's like I like I think you should just do it. Like, why can't you just do it? And I'm like, uh, I don't yeah, there that. was there was a lot of resistance that we worked so through much. together. Yeah. And that's, you know, one of the powerful things about having a coach because like, you know, it could just be, well, why don't you just post it? Yeah. It's a simple post, just hit the post button. But actually, mm. what's the fear underlying yeah. that? And if you're constantly pushing your body to a place where your nervous system is just in fight or flight the whole time, yeah. you're not going to feel safe or comfortable to be doing anything. Yeah. So by working through the resistance that was coming up for you and the stories that were coming up for you for that and what threads were underneath that, Mm -hmm. we were able to get your body to a place where it felt scary, but you didn't feel out of control. You didn't have that fear gripping you, just making you feel like you've done the complete wrong thing because we kind of worked through that into that safety. And I remember that last, um, I remember that last session. I think that was the first session that I actually like fully let go. I think I cried in that session. Did I? I think I did. And I was, and you were like, you know, it's okay to, like, you actually said to me, it's okay to cry. And it was almost like I'd been holding back that entire time and that I was like, don't be stupid. You can't cry over things like that. But I just had this full release of emotions Yeah, that I was like, oh my God, like it was so powerful to have someone in your corner. And you think about it and you go, motherhood, I don't need a, a coach for that. Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't need that. But it was so powerful for me to have someone in my corner that was viewing my situation from an outsider point of view that knew where I wanted to be and then helped me get there Mm. rather than just saying, like, I could go to Maddie and say, this is what I want to do. And he'd be like, okay, do it. And I'd be like, um, yeah, um, sure. Yeah, and not really have a vested interest in you actually getting to that exactly. goal either. It's like, well, if you want yeah. to do it, you just do it. Right. And then yeah. so having Kieran in my corner, it was very much like that, um, what's the word, the accountability that I needed mm. to step into that. And I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, if I didn't want to do it, I wouldn't do it. Like if I didn't want to do it, I didn't have to do it. It wasn't something like you didn't have a gun to my head, but at the end of the day, it was, it was the the steps that I needed to take in order to get to that next stage where I wanted to be. Mm. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing about change is that we just look at the one next step. Yeah. Like sometimes it can feel so overwhelming to think, well, I've got all this stuff that I have to heal or solve mm-hmm. or have answers for, but it's like, well, let's just take it right back and think what's the one next step? What's the little breadcrumb here? What's the little thing that sparked some interest that I want to go and explore, you know, mm. and, and not judge yourself for that because some of the, you know, most unusual or weird or unexplainable things that spark a little interest in you, take you down a completely different path and journey and just being open to trusting the process and how it unfolds and knowing that what you're going through, you're going to be learning lessons from. We never fail when we do something and try and it's not for us. It's just Mm. another lesson that we have learned about who we are and what we value and how we show up in the world. Yeah, I love that so much. So if you were to, um, well, for example, for Katie, so say um, if you were meeting Katie for the first time in a coaching aspect, what is the first thing that you kind of look at 
to help that next step forward? Yeah, so if I was in a one-on-one capacity, we would just start by having a conversation about the things that are on her heart at the minute and working out what are some goals that you want to work towards. So we'd be setting um, some goals to work through in our 12 weeks together and then that's what we keep building on. Mm -hmm. So then once we've set those goals, we look at, okay, what's the one next thing that we can do to assess where we are right now? So say, you know, it might be a goal around um, something to do with finances. So the one next step would be, okay, well, let's look at where you are now. Have a look at your budget. Go and do your budget. Mm-hmm. Go and have a look at your finances. And then from there we keep building on or whatever it is. Um, in a group coaching situation, so in my um, three-month group container, we don't set the goals, but within our coaching sessions, I've got different topics that we move through. Oh, that's and great. Yeah, so we kind of do that in a little group situation where we just have a conversation about where everyone's at at the moment. And in a group setting, you're learning from other people as well. Yeah, so they might be going through that. things that yeah. you're not, that you're like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Mm. So within that, like the we spend about four weeks on um, unpacking. So what are your current stories and what's influencing you and what can you let go of? And then we explore. So the next um, block that we do is exploring. So what do you actually enjoy? What do you want to bring mm. to life? What do you want to spend more time doing? You know, who are you? Let's really explore that. Mm-hmm. And then the last um, block that we do is about expanding. So then how do we start living this and embodying this instead of just being like, oh, it would feel nice to, you know, feel more sexy through my day and then not going and doing anything to actually make that Mm. change. It's like, well, let's start embodying these things Mm. that you want. And I think that's the biggest part of it. Like that was the bit that held me back the most. I was like, oh, you know, I can't, like one of my, um, one of my goals was to have a better work-life balance. So I wanted to turn my notifications off and I wanted to spend less time on my phone and literally doing that. I'm like, no, someone's probably going to die. If I don't reply to them, someone's probably going to die. But it's like they're not going to just do it, just action it. We both have that problem in business and it's a shame because we both (laughs) have to work together. Well, I'll give you my tip of turning the notifications off. It automatically gets turned off at um, actually it's now 6 o'clock. It was 7 o'clock when we first started working together and now it's 6 o'clock. So they get turned off and you don't get, you have to go physically into the app in order to check your messages. I will. I will do it. It's a game changer. And this shift that I saw in you between our sessions, when you finally took that step Mm. to turn those notifications off was like incredible. You were just showing up as such a different person. Mm. You were just like emanating joy. One, probably because you had taken that step to follow through on your own word for yourself. Mm. And two, because you weren't so wrapped up in the work things at nighttime. So you were actually having yeah. time to rest and spend time yeah. with Maddie and, you know, just switch off instead of yeah, constantly be on all the freaking time. Boundaries. Oh, she I remember, is constantly on all the Katie, time. there was one call that I had with Kieran and my phone was on loud and I think it dinged like four times in a row. <laughs> and she's like, is that your notification? I'm like, yeah, man. So bad. <laughs> and the chaotic. stress too that comes with well, the notifications the thing, that come through. And you can sit, like you watch you, say we're in a meeting together and I watch you and then you get a ping and you're like, 
and I just see the stress yeah. build it's up stressful, and you deal man. with it and then we it's, get talking again and then it happens again and it's just this constant yeah. like it's overwhelming yeah. and to constantly be in that state was the biggest thing that I needed to shift because mm. I couldn't be present with my kids mm. when I was constantly being pulled here and there so setting those boundaries was a huge thing for me and it sounds so easy to do but it's freaking not like it yeah. was hard and setting those boundaries honestly it changed the game for me and I will never not look back like I can go some actually my best friend had her baby and my notifications turned off oh no and I missed it because (sighs) my notifications were off and she sent me a message and I didn't see it so like it's I've missed but that's the whole thing though but no one's never exactly the world is never going to stop and if Mm -hmm. it's that important they'll reach out to Maddie or something else so exactly yeah that's really good and you know what since then you you've you you've just leveled out you you seem genuinely so would this fall under the matrescence stuff is that what, what what was the course that Taylor did with you what yeah was that? so she just did a one-on-one um 12-week session so oh, we great. cover mm-hmm. w- whatever comes up in those and sessions how frequently do you guys meet up over that time yeah so for the one-on-one sessions it's every fortnight yeah um in the group coaching container it's we have um a fortnightly group call and then alternate fortnights I release a pre-recorded audio oh fantastic so there's something Every week, yeah. you know, alternating between the call and the audio. Great. Oh, I love it so much. And you've just started your new podcast as well. Oh, I have. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. It is amazing. Congratulations. To to it, what is it <laughs> called? Talk, it's, talk to us about that. Yes, it's called Matrescence Awakening. Amazing. Um, so I interview all sorts of incredibly wonderful people um, in the spiritual sort of space and really just trying to help demystify the stories that people often hold around spirituality being Mm. too weird or witchy or woo woo Mm. or you know whatever it is the negative because I really deeply believe that those stories are what are holding people back from the evolution that they're being called to. 100 percent. But if 100%. we can understand it and know that there's things that we can use to support us mm. without it having to be like, oh, I'll just be the weird person who's spiritual, mm. then we live a much that got debunked for me when I did my hypnobirthing, my first hypnobirthing mm. course. That was like the point where I was like, no, this is fucking cool and this is a fucking weapon that I have now yeah. like this is a magic wand yeah and a lot of the time it's within you yeah as well and it, you've yeah. just got to find it and like Absolutely. I remember we so it was Kieran's event that I went to on Friday Friday yep. yeah. and we did a um sound bath sound bath oh, which was cool. like amazing it wasn't the first time that I've done like a sound healing or anything like that but so much came to me, Kieran, that I want you to know that something came to me that day and I had to implement it over the weekend. And I literally went and I did it and I didn't think about it, but it kept coming to me in the sound healing. And that's how powerful it is that I just, I had to, I had to, I won't, I won't tell you what it is because it's, I'll tell you off air. Um, <laughs> I had to go and implement it straight away because I was like, it just kept coming to me. I was like, something is telling me from within that I need to go and implement this thing. I need to action this. And I did. And I did it. And it and went weight, as soon as yeah, I did it. Yeah, the weight, weight just lifted and it yeah. was done. Yeah. So if you didn't do that, you would have just been carrying that energetically. I'd still be thinking and it about it now. 
doesn't open up space mm. for anything. It just kind of keeps you blocked and stuck there. So if you, I need to do the same let go that Taylor did, actually. You really do. You really, <laughs> really, truly do. Yeah. And when, so like with these changes, we're often like pushed to our limits. We're pushed mm. to our boundaries. We have this mm. like this push and, and we really feel like a bit triggered by it or, you know, whatever it is. Like I'm, I'm really at a boundary here, like trying to post that, that um, Instagram thing. You were like, mm. I'm at my limit here. I'm at my yeah. edge. You couldn't cross that boundary until we did that inner work to figure out what is that resistance there. Mm. And then once we worked through that resistance, you got to that edge, but you were still able to go past it and go through yeah. it. Yeah. And going to that edge by yourself mm-hmm. can feel ch- really challenging, which is why yeah, it's so beautiful it's to have the support of a coach mm. or a group or whoever it is, whoever your support system is, yeah. um, to be able to move through those things. And yeah. when we can break through that edge, our capacity expands. So it's kind of like this, and I love the, the analogy of, of giving birth. Mm. When you have a contraction and you're bearing down and your baby's, you're, you're pushing your baby you'll then get to a point where your body wants to retract and have mm. that contract that the um yeah the the release basically where that baby comes back a little bit and then you're going to get another contraction where it rocks out a little bit further mm-hmm. and then a release where it comes back so it's this slow rocking of like this slow stretching and it's the same for us when we're going through our expansions we have a bit of an expansion and then we go back into this contraction phase where it's like, okay, let's just kind of let that integrate, let that sit. I need to let my body rest and recharge and then you'll get a wave of feeling like, okay, it's now time to keep moving forward mm. with this growth or whatever the next thing is in, in the process. Yeah. And so when you do those things, you continue to expand that capacity to, you know, listen to the intuition, go to those edges, know what your body needs, know when your intuition is talking to you versus when your fear is talking to you. Mm. And there's a lot that we have to learn, but, you know, just knowing Gosh, that it's be that good continuous to differentiate process. the two of those. Maybe I need a little bit of help. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kieran, you are about to open the doors for your next round of group coaching, aren't you? So tell us a little bit about that. Where can people find you as well? And a little bit about the group coaching. Yeah, so they are opening on Friday. I don't know what the date is. Next week in a week. (laughs) I should know because it's launch day. Next week, yeah, that's exciting. No, that's fine. You don't need to know the date next week. That's Friday the 10th. Yes, so doors will be open for um, seven days mm-hmm. um, and people can come and find me on Instagram. Um, that's where I'm most active. So yes. I just love a DM combo. Great. So come and slide into my DMs if you've got questions. What's I'll your have, handle? Um, it's at Kieran underscore Lee. So K-I-R-R-Y-N underscore L-E-E. Um, and I'll have a link to that, um, the program as well from my Instagram bio. Mm. And that'll have all of the information about what's included. It's got some testimonials and, you know, all of the things that you need to know. Um, but it. yeah, questions come and speak to me direct. I or we can so also um, like book a little 15, a free 15 minute Zoom chat as well. If anyone's kind of on the fence or not sure if I'm the right person to guide and support mm-hmm. them. They can come and connect and we can have a Zoom chat oh, to see. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah, that's I really good. I love that so much. All right, one more quick question. So if you were one, give us one pearl of wisdom. I mean, I know you've got many, but give us one good perler um, to <laughs> head us on out. <laughs> oh, goodness, one perler. Okay. <laughs> I'm under pressure here to perform. <laughs> I think just really trusting that you are so worthy of 
the growth and changes mm-hmm. that you're being called to mm-hmm. and deeply honoring yourself through this process. And it is going to be messy. Like it will 100% be messy. So if you're going through this process and you're like, it's feeling messy, I mustn't be doing it right. Like, yeah, Bren, like you are doing you're it on. bang yeah. on, you are on. Yeah. And it's like this cocoon that we go into when we're in this mess. Mm-hmm. We have to trust that we will come out the other side a brighter person. Mm-hmm. We can't peek, we can't look, we can't control and dictate because the more that you try and control and dictate, the tighter that, you know, mm-hmm. resistance yeah. becomes. Um, so just leaning into trust and knowing that it is okay to evolve, it's okay to change, and when you release things that are no longer serving you, it opens up so much more space and capacity for a more aligned life. Oh, I love it so much. Well, thank you so much for Thanks, sharing Kieran. your wisdom and your love and your light and everything with us because, like I said, you are so dear to my heart and I absolutely adore celebrating you every step of the way and sharing you with anybody that will listen to me. <laughs> um, I always share you and yeah, thank you so much for everything that you do for mums and, yeah, you're a wonderful human. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Thank it has you. been my pleasure we having this chat with you ladies. We all of your details in the show notes so everyone can find out where you are, links to your program, links to everything, links to your um, new podcast, all of that. We'll chuckle. Yeah, I can't up. wait to have a listen. Yeah, That's it's awesome. amazing. You're going to love it, Katie. Fantastic. I love it so much. But thank you so much, <laughs> Thanks, ladies. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. What All do right, you we're, mean? we're full what blown ch- chatting about this. What do you mean? As you're, as it's flowing out of the mouth, out of the penis, <laughs> as it's going, <laughs> like little, you know, yeah. you swallow as it's in, objecting. Objecting or ejecting? Ejaculating. <laughs> as it is coming. You swallow when it's in your mouth. Yeah, live. So yeah. you do it at the same pump, time pump, and then pump, you don't yep. taste anything and then it's just oh, down the no, throat. No, I actually wouldn't mind a little bit of a swish around the mouth. <sighs> nah. Look, I'm a little I bit hate, of a dirty bitch. No, I'm not yeah, I lie. don't like giving head. I fucking love giving do you? head. See, yeah. it always makes me, like it always turns me on a little bit more, but I just don't like See? it. See? Why? What I do you mean know. if it turns you on, isn't it good? Well, it turns me on. Like the thought of it doesn't turn me on. When I'm doing it, it turns me on. See, all of it does. I don't know what it is, but I really love the sound of like the man making noises. Do you not? Oh, well, that's the same as a girl. That is like that and a nice hard dick is my kryptonite. (laughs) Do you know what I also you could do you could tell me to do anything if you put a nice hard dick in (laughs) my hand and moan in my ear. I'll do anything for him for for a good time when he gets home. (laughs) Um, I've worked her up for you. Well done. Here you go. (laughs) Off she goes. Um, No, do you know what? I also have this semi-fear that I might actually choke and die. On on a dick? Yeah. You're scared of choking and dying on a dick. Because you know when you get that real deep. It's a good way to go. When you get that deep thrown in and you're like. Gag. Yeah, but you don't gag. It's almost like a terrifying gag. It's like, oh, that's too deep. That's too much. You know? And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to choke and die. And that's it. All right, we've had enough of that now. Off we get. PTSD. 
Not that I've ever really? choked and died before, but <laughs> <laughs> it's bringing back the fears. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm out of here. That's that. Oh, God. God, what has this turned into? Honestly, anyway, oh, that so is just... I just, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a vibe. I just, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just am totally into it. Mm. Not into 69 though. (gasps) I love 69. (laughs) (laughs) I love 69. That's if I'm sucking dick, I want to be 69ing. I just don't, you know what? The, because I'm putting on such a show when I'm going down South. Right. I don't have feeling there. So, like. You reckon? Like, oh, I my just, God. Are you loses its I'm impact. Like looking him in the eyes and you're like, oh. Like I am. Yeah. And because guys are like the louder you are down there too, the better for them. Yeah. And apparently you know the rule of more spit is better. And well, so I've been like, told. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told I'm really good at it. Maddie tells me I am too, but then I'm like. Yeah, but you've got PTSD of a fear that never but happens. It's because, you know, it's like that age-old tale where don't wear makeup every single day. When you do wear makeup, people are like, wow, you're amazing. Look at you, you're all dolled up. Don't suck dick. Then when you do suck dick, they're like, wow, you're the best. <laughs> That's me. Age-old tale. That's fucking fantastic. That's actually me. So, yeah, oh. I'm not, it doesn't vibe with me. What's your favourite mm. position? Now this is just a full sex podcast. Yeah, and I'm here for it. I've missed it. Um, favorite position? Ooh, I like missionary. I really like the stand up doggy, like over Where the bed. Standing. Can be real sexy when both of you are standing. Right. See, Abby's I like get on my tippy toes. Yeah, and pile up the pillows, right. and you can get in real sexy porn star stance, mm. and it just hits the right spot. It really does. But in does. saying that. I also really like just plain old missionary and then you like your hips and you rotate them down so it's like as equally clitorally stimulating as it is internal. It's like that meme where there's all the butterfly in the sky and it's like all the the math the math things are going over the head and I'm like, I can't figure out what she's doing. What position is so she like in? say you're lying like this. Yeah, on your back. Then you push, like, once it's in, then you, like, angle your hips down, like, forward, so it, like, like towards the bed. Right. Why don't you just put a pillow under your back? Because it's not quite the same. Not the same. So you're kind of then getting your, the penis is going, like, directly on to the clit. It's, like, going right. like that. Try it. Try right. it and get back to me. Yeah, my favourite is just, like, on my back with my legs completely up. That's Love a goodie. That, that yeah. always hits a spot. Doggy always hits a spot. Or the sideline where I'm Love sideline, sideline and he's not. He's sitting, he's on his knees and I'm sideline. Oh, yeah, hi. I yeah. like that. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's nice. It's different, but it's nice. Um, yeah, I love it. But, yeah, I'm not a fan of Sonic. Sorry, oh. Mum. You're listening. <laughs> she will be happy. Well, she'll probably be like, skip. Skip, skippity, skip, 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 skip. <laughs> what a beautiful chat you just had with Kieran. That was beautiful. Sex, sucking dick, <laughs> fuck, honestly. I just think I think you're being a really good sport if you, you know, you like, yeah, look, to if each their own. If you suck dick. Oh, 
But then I also think like if you don't want to do it, don't fucking do it. Like I no. always say to Maddie, I'm like, if I don't want to have sex, I'm not having sex. Ew, like, no way. And he would never pressure me into it. But like, have you heard just, about like, don't feel the like idea for like couples, right? That are like, you know, in the motions of like having like they get kids and they got busy lives and everything. Us. Have you heard of the idea of a sex candle? Where they drip you drip the wax on you? <laughs> what? What do you mean? No, babe. Oh. Oh, I don't even know. Like, that's a sex thing, right? Sure it is. Yes, yeah. it is. But yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. no, no, we're not getting kink. We're like just talking like scheduling. So like you go to bed or whatever. And if the candle oh, is lit, I... it's the green light. It means right. you get DTF. We so have, have to tap talk on the about shoulder it. method. Really? Yeah. So he'll tap me on the shoulder and he'll like, <laughs> if I don't roll over, he's like, she's out. If I, I'm like, yep, cool. Really? Yeah. See, sometimes I think the candle would be a good but thing then for us because sometimes he starts it later. Pressure. True. That's a lot of pressure. It's so but much you can also start it outside of the candle being burnt, but the candle being burnt might just be like absolutely dreamy right now. Because <laughs> sometimes <laughs> so I don't you want to like initiate it. You start it out in the living room, then you come in and then you light the candle, let Tim know the candle's, the candle's lit, I'm ready to go. Okay, hang on a minute. Why don't we just do it? I like to be spontaneous. Yeah, I, I like spontaneous Yeah, too. I think but, that's why we get stuck in like, Okay, the kids are in bed. Let's go to bed. Oh, sex. Uh, it gets mm. fucking boring. Mm. You know, mm. you've got to change it up. You've got totally. To. And there's nothing quite like lusting after your partner no, and wanting yeah. to bang them. Yeah. Like that. And like for, for me personally, we go in and out of ways oh, 100%. Of, of that. And I think when we're in it, I feel like sexy again. And I feel yeah. like, I feel like, oh my God, you're sexy. You know, like yeah. I like being like, a bit frisky. Yeah. Well, for my uh, birthday on so on Monday, we um Maddie and I were out and he was like, let me buy you some, like I want to buy you some new clothes because like I haven't got any clothes. He's like, let me yeah. buy you some. I'm like, amazing. Like, thanks so much. I'm like, I it like came over me when we were like looking in the shops. I was like, I am so sorry that I actually don't give a fuck about myself. Like I am sorry uh, to him that I don't try. Because I don't give a fuck. If I'm not seeing anyone, I'm like, I don't care. But then, like, when I do dress up, I feel so much better about yeah, myself. Say, yeah. And then I'm a better person. But I'm like, I'm sorry that I don't try to, you know, follow new trends of clothes and I don't change up my look really ever. I'm like, and I know it's not something I need to be sorry about, but, no. like, it's just like, fuck, I don't care about myself anymore like I used oh, to. Oh, that's a bit You know sad. what I mean? It is sad. Did you, get, did you like, buy anything? Yeah, I told you I bought some, <laughs> bought some white jeans. Oh, oh yeah, God. that's right. I feel traumatized by white jeans. I tried to put them Why? on. Actually, so I bought a few. Um, I bought a really nice, well, Maddie bought it all for me, actually. He bought me so many clothes. He bought me um, a really nice new knit and a nice mm-hmm. um, black denim jacket. Beautiful. Cute. He bought me a few oversized tees because I just love an oversized love tee. And you can tie them, you can put them with everything. Oversized yeah. tees. Yeah, you can tie um, that with a skirt. Yeah, and then he was like, I really want you to wear white jeans. I really want to see you in white jeans. I'm like, fine, but I don't know what the fuck I'd wear them with. And also it just takes me, it just, in my head, I see white jeans and I see like a milkmaid mum. Like I don't see. What's a milkmaid mum? I don't know. I just don't see it like on me. Like I see an older woman wearing white jeans. Sure. Like like my dad's new wife. 
Does she, she wear wears white, white jeans. Right. So I feel but, like a 40 year old. I've woman. got white jeans and you can make it cool. I need to just find the matching <laughs> so here's what tops I wear. to make yeah. them cool. Okay. Right. So I get, I wear my white mom jeans. Mm-hmm. And they're literally and called I, mom jeans. Yeah. And yep. then I've got, are yours mom jeans? Yeah, they're mom jeans. Great. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Then I've got like a white cook eye crop singlet. So it yes. like shows this much gap. And yes. then I've got a beautiful pink oversized button-up T-shirt that I roll up and right. I just have it open and loose. And well, see, that was my problem, chic. I think, when I was trying stuff on once I got home. I did buy a few crops and I said it looks so much better with a bit of crop mm. because it makes, if I'm trying to wear something like a little bit tucked or whatever into the jeans, that's where it looks mummy. Sure. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm like, I just need to find the right flow with it and I think it will be okay. But it's just a dilemma and a half, but I not you'll like get there. I'm going to send you some inspo. Honestly, but you I, are a mum, but you're a babe. So. I know, but this is the thing. I am. I actually have such a. I used to have such an individual style, which I didn't really give a fuck about what anyone. <laughs> um, I used to have such an like style, not even style. I wouldn't even say I've ever been stylish because I'm such a hopeless stuff with someone zooming past my house. Oh, wow. I was frightening. It sounded like it yes. said my name. Frankie was like, <laughs> wow. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I'm just feeling a bit frumpy. So I feel like I need a wardrobe change. I actually want to go through my entire wardrobe and throw out a lot of yeah. shit, exactly like you've done, Katie. I yeah. want to do that. Um, and buy Love some good stuff. Mm. Buy nice stuff that I feel well, comfortable and you know in, what? but also I got really that I great idea. Change. Yep. I mean, Tell me. idea. Advice. From TikTok. Um, I love TikTok. You need to get a, what is called a capsule wardrobe. Right. right? I've seen this. I've seen it. So you go onto Pinterest, Mm -hmm. you type in whatever fashion, your size, whatever. You go through. Gingham print. Is that your favourite? I I just wanted to see your reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Regardless, whatever it is that floats your boat, you go in and you just go through the fashion, right? Not like a particular style. And then every single one that you like the vibe of, you click save. save, Yeah. Right? Then you get to it. You go to your page after going through for like an hour Mm. and then you have a look at the general consensus of your vibe. And yeah. then that's where you buy your statement pieces from. So let me show you what I came up with. I love that. That's a vibe. Yeah. Cause I feel like, and I, do you know what? I also need to stop buying from shitty shops. Like that's my problem too. Mm-hmm. That's another like, one. I need to actually buy nice pieces so that will age well. Basic. Oh, you are very denim jeans. Like jeans. Yeah. But it's tees. a vibe. Yeah. See, that's me too. Your vibe Blazers, is my vibe. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And so I went to Zara. I went to H and M. Mm-hmm. I went to a few places and I got um, jeans in black, white, blue, dark blue. Yes. And then I got a whole bunch of tees, a whole bunch of belts and stuff like that, a nice new blazer. So yeah. I've got my staple. And then I always feel stylish in everything that Whatever I go out in wear. now. Yeah, because that. it's not frumpy old. I mean, um, let's be real, I live in activewear as well in winter. But I've always got something nice and presentable. Yeah. See, my go-to separately is like fitted is always a lot better on me. Like I can't wear oversized stuff. It doesn't vibe with me because I'm a little person really. So I need the fitted style, which is fine. Like I normally wear like bodycon dresses and stuff like that. That's like my my whatever. Um, But I just, yeah, I need a shake up. So I'm going to work on that. I'm going to do that. I actually got a bunch of vouchers for my birthday, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to put time aside this weekend to go through all of my clothes. Have you got a Zara there? Yes. 
Great I have jeans. multiple Zaras. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> great Thank jeans. Thank you very much. Great, great, great mum jeans. Um, great. Amazing. My Well, mine are from, um, I actually don't mind Cotton On's um, jeans. Oh, yeah. They're mm. not too bad. But, again, Cotton On, one of the iffier sides of, mm. eh, some of the things, yeah, they're good. Some of the things are uh, hit and miss. Yeah. Um, Cotton On Kids, though, vibe. Great. Total vibe. Total great vibe. quality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, one more thing I want to talk about yes. before we have to leave because Jesus Christ. Um, tangent. tangent and a half. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Okay, it's so I've finished. purposely, it's finally finished, but I've purposely kept my eyes off. So have that you? We can, yeah. Bless you. Bless your yeah. soul. So I want you to give me an update. I know that you, well, I mean, you've been watching a lot of it live. Well, like yeah, because it's actually so the last, the final week of it, there was, um, yeah, so the last week of the trial, it was pretty much, it was an hour earlier. So it was starting at 10 o'clock our time in Perth, mm. midnight for you. But then they moved it an hour earlier. So it was starting at nine o'clock in Perth. So I could watch it for like when the kids went to bed for like an mm. hour and a half, two hours before I went to sleep. So I was able to watch like a chunk of it live, right? Then on the night that they announced whenever, yesterday or the night before, whatever it was, mm. when they were like, oh, it's going to be announced this time. So it was like 3 o'clock, 3 p.m. their time. Mm. So it was 3 a.m. Perth time. Right. I happened to be scrolling TikTok at 2.30 in the morning thanks to one Millie Cespedes oh. because she just wouldn't go to sleep. So she was pinging in the middle of the night and, this I was just scrolling TikTok to pastime. She was just in her bed chatting, but like I said, I just sit on the couch while she's chatting, just yeah. in case I need to go in. Um, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can put it on! I can watch the freaking verdict live so because my good. child's awake." So, blessing in disguise. Thank you, Millie. Um, anyway, it was the most boring fucking situation I've ever seen. So, why was Johnny Depp not there? They didn't have to be there because it's not a criminal matter. So. They didn't have to actually. Be but you there. would think that after all that he's been through there, uh, yeah, that well, he would show up. Well, people were saying he looked super duper fucking cocky by going by not showing up because I they were like so he too. felt like he already won or whatever. Um, yeah, or like he didn't even care. Like about he didn't the care. Well, that mm. was the other thing. So very weird. They seem to say he just had prior commitments and it was already organized and he was oh, watching bullshit. from wherever he was watching. Mm. Um, the UK, I think he went to, didn't he? Oh. And he went to London and did a show, a rock show. A rock show yeah, he, in London? He's in a band. He's in a he's band in a called band. the Hollywood Vampires. Oh, my God. Oh, golly. golly. Golly, aunt. He's in a fucking band. <laughs> so anyway, and he looks old as fuck rocking out of that band. Does. Yeah. He looks old as shit, man. Yeah, not sexy anymore. He looked sexy in the suit, not sexy in his, like, Cloth clothes. Yeah, <laughs> in a number. Yeah. Beryl. Uh, anyway. Cloth um, clothes. <laughs> See, Taylor has no style. Um, so anyway, they basically, the judge didn't even read it out. It was this random girl. I don't know who she is, whatever. She's probably something special. She mm. read the papers and basically what they did is they read through all of the statements and it was just, does the jury find like yes or no? Is the statement true or false? Yes or no. Mm. Um, so it wasn't like a guilty or not guilty. They went through all of them, basically all of Johnny's ones about the op-ed saying that she defamed him. They, the jury were unanimous, found that he was like, yes, there was 
cause for defamation in all of them. The only one that she won was one that his lawyers actually wrote an article about their situation. So about her making these false claims, they're Mm. saying that was defamatory to her. Now, funny story, I have seen a TikToker. So now that the jury have been released, they Mm. can come out and talk if they want to. They can face the jury. Jury. They can face the public. They can do whatever they want to do. There's this guy. Yeah, there's this TikToker. I don't know. His username is like user, blah, 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 who's come out and he's not showing his face. He's just doing voices and he's answering questions. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, he's a fake. I haven't seen if he's answered any specific questions, but he came out and he said that, the reason why she won one is because the jury couldn't come to a solid agreement. The reason right. why she was awarded. So there was two things that Johnny was awarded. He was awarded. Okay, so he got 15 mil in total. Mm. Ten of those was for compensation of the damages for the um, the okay. defamation. Yeah. Mm. And then five of that 15 was actually like punishment from Amber Heard. So it was like the law actually being like, this is a punishment for that. So broken down, that's what that was. The state of um, Virginia actually Mm. has a cap on the fire of the, I think it's the $5 million one. So he, um, so that's capped to 350,000. So technically after she then won him owing her two mil in, um, compensation charges so they didn't actually I don't think they actually did him for um legal kind of charges if that makes sense um so you know how I explained that they were divided but she then obviously has to owe him the 15 mil which will then come down to I think it comes down to total of like 10 million 350,000 or something that she owes him now the situation is she has no money she doesn't have the money to pay that she doesn't have the money to pay that. So Elaine, her lawyer, was has been doing TV conferences in the last, like, two days since the verdict's been read. She's saying that she's really upset, Amber's really upset that all of this is going on, blah, blah, blah. She doesn't have the money. So they're going to now um, actually appeal, um, it. appeal it. Yeah, and so they're going to appeal the fact that there was cameras there because it was the state of Virginia. They allow cameras in. They're going to say that that was unfair. They're going to say that the jury was unfair and the jury had swayed opinions because it was Johnny Depp and blah, blah, blah. They're going to have all of these things that they're going to now pick up on and take to the courts. And I hope it gets shut down. Well, I this is don't even. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. I mean, like we've said from the beginning, they're both not, you know, They've both, they're not both saints. They've not, they've both done stuff, obviously, but it comes to the point where, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting one. I mean, at the end of the day, he pretty much won, even though she did win that one thing. But when, like I said to you, when you look at the big picture, what Mm. she won was actually nothing really to do with Johnny. It was his lawyers that kind of wrote it. So really, and at the end of the day, he's still walking away with 10.3 million, whatever, and that she can't pay. Well, this is, yeah, the other thing. So anyway, do you have a recommendation for me this week, Katie, 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 Katie? What kind of <laughs> no. hair have you just done while we were talking about that? Some kind, Katie's got her hair in a half top knot, but the bottoms have been braided. <laughs> huh? She's done a half up, half down. Huh? 
but the bottoms have been braided. <laughs> I look like Cindy Lou Who. You actually do. <laughs> who? <laughs> Why have you done that? You're going to take that out, aren't you? Yes. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going to go hit the town in this new look. <laughs> no, but I sleep with plaits in because it makes my hair look a bit better. But that you can't do half plaits and half not plaits. <laughs> No, well, I Pretty? My hair's so you look dirty. like Amber. Oh, yeah. This is one of her looks from court. Yeah. The braids. Ugh, honestly. If you don't have a recommendation, that's totally fine. We'll recommend Kieran this week. Yes. Um, if you do want to jump on, head into our show notes, check out Kieran. I was almost going to say, check out Amber Heard. Don't do that. Um, don't do that. Check out Kieran in our show notes. Head, hit her up on Instagram at Kieran underscore Lee if you would like any help with matrescence and join her amazing freaking program next week doors open on friday the 10th yes so exciting she'll be a game changer for you katie's really enthusiastic about it (laughs) imagine if your brows look like that i saw a model today that has a full monobrow i'm scared millie's gonna have a monobrow because maddie does why why millie and not logan (sighs) well millie's millie's a girl Logan Bogan goes around calling himself Logan Bogan now when you ask him his name. <laughs> you know what Van says to me now? Tell I said he, I do like affirmations to him. Oh, so do we. We've just started it. What do you I say? Because I get a bit awkward after I'm brave, I'm strong, I'm loved. I get really like, I don't I know. Say what are you? smart. Oh, smart's a good one. I say caring. Because mm. um, I forget yeah. what Logan is. And funny. I say funny. But then I say, and what do you make me, Vanny? And he goes, make you happy. Oh, Logan said to me today, oh, bless. Logan came up to me today and he goes, mommy, I'm happy. Oh, you're happy. I'm like, okay, (laughs) I've done something right. I'm so happy that you're happy. Oh, they're so cute. I love them so much. I love them. Anyway. That's all. We hope you have a fantastic week and we will chat to you next week. Bye. I apologize, (laughs) Juries. Bye, guys. Bye.